Have you heard about Jalapeno Gate? Oh, thousands of gardeners in several states are dealing with mislabeled jalapeno, or for that matter, some bell pepper plants. And instead of producing what the buyers expected, these plants are growing something different. In some cases, it's a yellow fruit that may be hot, or it may be hotter. What's a gardener to do? The first I heard about Jalapeno Gate came from Debbie Arrington, writer, editor, proprietor... <laughs> Of Sacramento Diggs Gardening, a daily garden newsletter that you can subscribe to as well. Debbie, Jalapeno Gate, uh, this caught a lot of nurseries by surprise in, uh, I think, 12 to 14 states that I heard about and including local nurseries here in California. Yes, it did. And the, the thing about seed, and as, as you had mentioned to me in particular, um, pepper seed doesn't necessarily look like the kind of pepper it's going to grow. All pepper seed looks alike. So it's really easy to mix up. By, and by chance, you, you're only as good as the seed source. So apparently this seed got mixed up at the source that fed a lot of different seed companies and a lot of commercial and wholesale nurseries uh, throughout the, the Midwest, down into the South, and then across here into the West. Yeah, I first heard about it happening in the Midwest, in Nebraska and Oklahoma, and it has spread. Uh, if you read the Garden Professors on Facebook or read their newsletter on their blog, GardenProfessors.com, uh, one of the Garden Professors wrote about it, John Porter. John Porter is the statewide horticulture, landscape and environmental systems program leader and urban agriculture extension educator for Nebraska Extension he calls it a seedy mix-up, and uh, he points the finger in this uh, GardenProfessors.com post on a company called Seeds by Design. There aren't that many seed companies in the world that uh, are producing seed to be distributed throughout the world. Seeds by Design is one of these companies that supplies a lot of seeds to nurseries and other seed companies. And in fact, they're responsible for the Chef's Choice Tomato series that a lot of people uh, mm -hmm. enjoy yes. greatly. But yeah. apparently Seeds by Design supplied the mismarked seeds to many nurseries, growers, and seed companies around the country. And, and that apparently was uh, where this trouble started here in the United States. And a lot of people are uh, pointing back to global suppliers like China. True, because, you know, seed is a global network. A lot of the seed that we grow here in California, you know, well, California, we are a seed bank for all of North America and a lot of the rest of the world too, because we have such a long growing season and great weather usually and, you know, and, and good conditions to grow a lot of different crops and, and ornamentals. But a lot of seeds, particularly, uh, tomatoes and peppers and eggplant and other plants that are uh, really like tender perennial, perennials instead of straight, you know, annuals. A lot of those are, are grown out in South America and, uh, and also in, you know, in parts of China and Asia for, for a global market, uh, because they do have similar growing conditions and a long, longer period of growth. They can also grow seed in the winter for those crops when, uh, we are limited to our summer crops. 
when for growing uh, peppers and tomatoes. So so that that allows them to grow them a lot more uh, around you know around the calendar and to supply the demand. Exactly. There's a, there's always a supply to be had uh, because of the northern hemisphere and the southern hemisphere growing grounds. So I guess the biggest disappointments are among those who bought jalapeno plants, expecting the the little green hot pepper to grow. And they ended up with a yellow cultivar or a sweet banana pepper. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that for the home gardener, it's not that big a deal. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, I love jalapenos or, you know, or whatever. But for commercial growers who are, you know, they're committed to delivering how many tons of jalapenos to the canner and, you know, that sort of thing. Or if you're growing for, uh, you know, a um, Latin American audience or you're, you know, you're, well, a lot of this happened in Texas, you know, as well as, as California here where there is a huge demand for jalapenos. You know, so that that can be very problematic. So if you hear the person in front of you at Chipotle say, hey, there's no kick to this salsa. Now, you know why <laughs> we, we could be uh, heading towards a jalapeno shortage this fall. That's true. Well, but what's interesting, too, and the people I feel sorry for are those who bought sweet bell pepper plants, especially the chocolate beauty or the purple beauty. Now, those who bought chocolate beauty instead are getting a sweet pepper called red cherry, which is a sweet pepper I've grown. It's smaller. It's not hot. And it's cute. However, Uh purple beauty, which is a very popular sweet bell pepper, apparently those seeds are turning out to be Hungarian hot wax peppers. Ah, yes. I have seen some examples of that here in Sacramento where people have sent me pictures, too. And, you know, that that's what's funny is when, you know, it's you, you read about it happening in other parts of the country and then you see examples right here in, you know, a community garden. You know, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, I saw one in a community garden yesterday that was a mismarked jalapeno and instead it looked like a yellow banana pepper. So what is a gardener to do? Well, just either enjoy them or perhaps give them to a friend or donate it to your local food bank. But just be sure to put a label on it that marks it as as you have tasted either sweet or hot. Mm-hmm. But it's a and you can't blame your local nursery. I know local nurseries are taking a lot of heat from this, but so to speak. But they're not to blame because uh, all pepper seeds do look alike and you're not yeah. going to find out until it actually starts producing peppers. Yes, that's true. The uh, local nurseries such as Green Acres, who uh, were among those that that uh got caught up in all this, um, they are providing replacement plants for people uh, that request them, or I, I think they'll also give you a plant credit towards another plant. You know, that's the thing. You need to tell the nursery where you got the plant what you got, so they are aware of what the problem is, too, because... You know, nurseries sell all these seedlings, but they aren't around when the plant fruits. So they don't know there's a problem till it actually bears that fruit. So uh, they, they need their customers to tell them what's going on, too. And we don't know if this problem is just a, a one-off problem or if this is the start of something that's going to continue, because a lot of these seed companies now are owned by bigger conglomerates, bigger publicly traded conglomerates who are more concerned about making money for their shareholders, perhaps, than uh, uh, keeping good employees or quality control measures. Hard to say. But one thing a gardener can do is if you grow a pepper plant that you like, save the seed from it. Yes, because most peppers will uh, grow true. 
that's the one thing that's kind of interesting about this is, yeah, if you, if you especially with your classic peppers, like your Anaheim peppers and jalapenos and things, uh, they will grow true. And we do have some good California seeds people as well who are growing plants and collecting seeds uh, for sale. Uh, probably uh, primarily of all of those is uh, Brad Gates of Wild Boar Farms, who has introduced mm -hmm. a, a complete line of, of, of new tomato varieties that were bred right here in California. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and Brad is now uh, located here in Sacramento. He's moved his business uh, further inland. So he's now working out of here and he's got a, a contract with Green Acres where he, uh, they're working on a, a tomato program with a public tasting. Hopefully this fall will be the first one if they can get enough, enough fruit. They're being very active and, uh, uh, in trying to introduce new tomatoes, uh, to this area and, and broaden their market. Every area around the country has people who are locally growing plants and, and raising them for seed. So check around wherever you may live, and there's probably a local grower new, near you. So uh, just like we always say gardening is local, well, garden seeds are, can be local as well. And a lot of master garden groups have seed exchanges, too, which are a lot of fun. And, you know, I found this out when I was giving a speech at a local library a few months ago. They have a seed exchange program right there in the library where you can go in, you flash them your library card, and then they have all these drawers full of bagged seeds that are marked that you can just take whatever bags you want. Yes, I, I think it's Orange Vale was doing that. Right. Um, yeah, and uh, that, that's a lot of fun. It, it's a way to introduce people uh, to gardening very inexpensively. Uh, because seeds, you know, quite often can be your one of your major expense, especially when you're first starting out and you buy way too much. Yeah, and that's what's <laughs> nice about this library program is they're packed in, in little packets, so you don't yes. get a, a bag full of seeds. It's probably 10 or 12, and yes. that's enough yeah. to start off with and maybe okay. have some left over for the following year. Yeah, it's it's enough to get a taste. So Jalapeno Gate, we found about it here locally due to the newsletter, Sacramento Digs Gardening. Tell us about Sacramento Digs Gardening. Sacramento Digs Gardening celebrated its fifth birthday on June 1st. Uh, we came, we've come out every single day since June 1st, 2018. That includes recipes almost every Sunday. We started this, the recipes about two months into this project. And so we have an uh, awful lot of uh, gardening advice. And if there's a subject that you need to read about, we probably have it somewhere. Kathy Morrison uh, and myself uh, do all the writing. Kathy is a Sacramento County Master Gardener, and I'm a Master Rosarian and award-winning garden writer. Um, and so between the two of us, uh, we come up with a lot of different subjects and um, answer a lot of questions. We'll have a link to the newsletter in today's show notes, or if you just do an internet search for Sacramento Digs Gardening, I bet that newsletter will pop right up. It should. Oh. <laughs> also, uh, we, we uh, are on Facebook, and that's usually the easiest way to find us, is just go on Facebook and uh, type in Sacramento Digs Gardening. That will take you to our page, hit any of those links, and it will take you right over to our, our main webpage. Which also includes a very nice free digital recipe book. Actually, two recipe books. We have two now, yes. Yes. Um, and uh, we just published our summer cookbook. Um, we've been, we have, oh, about 300 recipes now available online, which is a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and we broke them up by season. We did a, a spring cookbook initially, and then we, um, 
just released on the July 4th weekend, our summer cookbook. And it includes more than 60 summer recipes using uh, summer produce from your garden or the farmer's market. Um, and it has uh, more than 15 tomato recipes in it, as well as recipes for peaches and pear, not pears, plums, um, nectarines, pluots, uh, all your summer berries. You name it, we've got recipes for it. Debbie Arrington, a person with many skills. She, of course, her and Kathy Morrison putting out on a daily basis the Sacramento Digs Gardening Newsletter. She's a past president of the Sacramento Rose Society, and she is also the district newsletter writer covering how many states? We cover parts of four states. Four states, writing about roses and uh, the new introductions as well. Yes. Debbie Arrington, thanks for your time. You're welcome.